Progret Racing. It's show us your tips. It is Daggy and Beaver with you on a Friday afternoon to look towards Zipping Classic Day uh, and some racing at Rose Hill, I hope, uh, this coming Saturday. Uh, Beaver, the last day, the last throws of the Spring Carnival. Have you enjoyed the dragged-out version of it or just another weekend to bet, yeah, I suppose? It's, yeah, it's just another weekend to bet, but this one's uh, been drawn out a bit, usually probably a little bit earlier. In the yeah, they should have it and, uh, before they go to the bush there. Yes, uh, which is a bit frustrating, but um, also uh, at Caulfield, not Sandown for the Zipping Classic. Yes, yeah, um, I think they swapped this for the the meeting at the start of the carnival, whatever that one was. <coughs> anyway, uh, the the race probably a one. I can't think of its name. The one's usually at Caulfield. Caulfield Stakes, I'd say it would be. Anyway, no one cares because we're racing at Caulfield tomorrow. Uh, the track is the track is good. The rail is in the six meter mark. Uh, I've treated it as Caulfield. Uh, we'll watch throughout the day, but it's I think it play pretty fair as it usually does. We kick off with the Merson Cooper Stakes over the thousand at four. The two year olds. And what are you doing to start us off today? Yeah, look. Um Pretty hard, pretty hard affair. There's only three in the market, uh, which makes it extremely interesting. Um, I like the trial of uh, Ed Ha, um, the Snowden train. It's got Oliver aboard, uh, so I'm just leaning it its way. Um, I think it could be uh, primed and ready for a first up tilt. Uh, I've just gone with the race brigade with Brereton. Uh, third up now, two nice runs. I think there's some. There will be some decent horses coming out of both those races. But the market's right. Ebhar, I was with, would have been with had it debuted in Sydney a couple of weeks back. Uh, save for this, Ollie going on. Uh, I think they're the two main chances. But I'll be having something on Brereton to start the day. I heard Peter Moody being quite bullish about it earlier in the week as well. So we'll see how we go with two-year-olds. The Sandown Cup is a listed 3,200-metre contest race two, uh, where I'm going to stick with uh, True Marvel, uh, absolutely brain them. Uh, the valley there, one by whatever, um, 10 lengths or something, uh, ran away with 16 it. lengths. 16, so. was it? Uh, and I think I just would have doubts over um, accountability running the full distance, to be honest. But um, yeah. no evidence to the contrary. I think it's a racing two, but I'm going against the market slightly with True Marvel on top. Yeah, no, mate. Uh, same for me. Uh, True, True, True Marvel for me. Uh, loved the way it won last start. Uh, just trucked into the race beautifully. And put them away, and you know, with a really good turn of foot, um, took off and just kept going away from him. So, I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Surprise, it's not favourite. It may well start there. I, I think it was probably heading to the Jericho on Sunday, so they might have been that impressed by the win that they've decided to go for a black type race instead. So, uh, all good signs for True Marvel. The 1400 metres group uh, listed race is race three. Uh, where a bit of the story of Caulfield today is whether or not you want to be with the favourites, I suppose. Because um, I do hear again, I thought Decent Rain was pretty impressive last week. Uh, controlled the race, ran away, and is now on the quick backup coming to Caulfield, uh, where I think it will uh, run well again. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking a little bit the same here. It's, um, it's uh, got the breakthrough win last start. Uh, was really good before that and been racing in fairly good company. Um, prior to that, getting the backup here, Ma Hustis uh, looks pretty good. Uh, main danger, Lady of Honour. Yeah, end of the day, this is a midweek race, really, um, which is why I was sort of giving a chance, if you want one at odds, to Allegretta, off a, off a nice enough 
resumption, but uh, yeah, decent rain looks pretty hard to beat for me. A thousand meter dumps, Doveton Stakes is race number four. Uh, what have you got for us here? Yeah, good little race. Uh, I'm leaning towards Curran. Um, I think uh, the Caulfield track suits uh, has good form around here. Would have, wouldn't have mind being drawn a little, slightly a bit closer to to the rails, but uh, most of the counterparts or main dangers are drawn um, a little bit off the track with Curran. I think it can get into a nice spot here. I think it's just really suited by this race um, and could be too strong at the end. Yeah, well, my first thought was get Enthar beat because I'm still standing by the fact that I don't need to win another race. So I was left with Curran. Uh, maybe a little bit flattish last start, but freshen up for this. The other one that's uh, had pulled up with EIBH last start uh, and was flying before that will roll across and get, or roll straight forward and get control here, is he's a bolter. If you put a pen through last start's flying, and I'm happy to have something on at the 15, uh, opened, what, 17 bucks. It's been backed overnight. I can see that. Uh, I think hard to beat too. So seven from five for me in race four. The summon stakes is race number five over the mile. Uh, I don't know. Have you got a? Have you got any thoughts on this race? Yeah, super open race here. Um, there's a big gap between the third and fourth favourite, which is quite interesting. Mm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Steinem because it's a horse I do like, uh, and I do. I, I am a little bit concerned that it might get back in this field, but I think it's got the turn of foot and and the finish to uh, run over the top of these. Uh, again, Jai McNeil is going very well. So I think it's even last run was still pretty good, um, yeah. albeit night. Uh, it's been racing in pretty good company. Uh, so I think it's going to be hard to beat. And my outsider is agreeable. Um, wasn't as bad a run as it looks uh, on paper last start. And prior to that was going quite well. Uh, yeah, dry track suits Steinem too. So it was, I had it on top, but I think it's too, it just felt too short in this field. It feels like a... Um, wider field than that. Those colours didn't uh, do much for us on Wednesday, did they? Uh, the designs colours. They didn't at all. Uh, so you can put a pen through that one, whatever it was. I forget its name now. It's dead to me. Uh, Is it designs? <laughs> uh, designs, was it? Yeah. The designs it was, yeah. Uh, race six is, I'll take your word for something. The Sandown Guineas. I don't know, this is... Uh, I don't know what to do with some of these three-year-old races at the moment, but... Um, Sandown Guineas is a group two here over the mile, uh, and I sort of came to the race and thought, do I want to back Festival Dancer here? I think I do. I think I'm happy to be with it. I think it can get across and uh, or get forward and get enough control here, and yeah, this is another race of not many winners, uh, so I'm happy to be with the flying horse here from the Sydney form, albeit uh, not the most impressive Sydney form, so I suppose it's on top for me. Uh, have you got anything that can beat it? No, I thought the same as you. Uh, I looked, I tried to look and find something, and you know, the second favourite has is a maiden still after uh, double figure number starts. So, look, it can win without my money. Four dollars in this market. Um, that's me. Um, then you've got Cardinal Gem, uh, third up, so it should be Cherry Ripe. It's not without a hope. I, I kind of thought the main danger might be Chatteris. Yeah, I thought the same. Uh, Chatteris. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it, it was a really good run last start, and I think it's certainly um, primed to, to run well. At the current price, it's a bet for me. Chartreux is the other one, yeah. The other one I was going to mention at the end there, so you've uh, stolen that one. Race 7 is the 2,400-metre Zipping Classic. Uh, 
Glenn Boss's last race ride is on the favourite here. Uh, kudos to Bossy. Do you have any favourite Bossy memories, Beaver? Uh, Just put you on the spot. I can remember. <laughs> he hasn't done much, has he? Too old. Too old. Too old to have a memory, mate. Uh, fair enough. Uh, the round, all his, ra- uh, you know, got a bit out of him over the Roundwick Mile, so we'll go with that for the. His riding captain Sonador in one of the Epsons was uh, a nice result many, many years ago. Uh, but Spanish Mission here is it going to win? I think so. Cool. You, you, you probably. Uh, can't find anything that can really beat it here. Um, it's a fairly average pack of stayers here. Each run in the cup was fantastic. Uh, I think they said they're keeping it here. Um, 59 okay. It's wait, sort of wait for age here. So, yeah, I just can't find anything that can beat it and looks way too good for these. It is skinny odds, but I think you might get a little bit better on the day. Uh, I think you get better. I think you get better on a day. Um, I'll, and if I do, I'll be backing it. Uh, it should win, best horse, um, great run in the cup, and you've got the whole Glen Boss fairy tale thingy at the same time, so there's that too. I'm sure he'd like to write his own farewell chapter there, so we'll stick solid. Uh, race 8 is the 1800-metre Eclipse Stakes here, um, lead up through Cranbourne a couple of weeks ago. What are you doing with this race? Yeah, you just muted. Sorry, yeah, mate. That's okay. Um, noise in the background. Uh, look, I thought our Playboy was a fantastic run last start. I thought uh, on the turn it was gone, but it did pick up and uh, only just missed and it wouldn't have had to go much further for it to get home. A little bit concerned about the one gate um, mm. at Caulfield here over the 1800s, so... Just needs to probably get off the fence at the right time here. I think it's it could be hard to beat. Um, and then outside of that, again, there's like there's a lot of markets here. There you've got two or three that are well fancied in the market, and yeah. then it jumps out the double figure odds. So you can find something at the odds here. I went for the wallet chain train number eight, Dejukin. I thought it was it wasn't without a chance uh, around the fifteen dollar mark. It, it's going pretty good. And even a horse like Exelman, it was good last start as well. First up, twenty dollars. Mm. Getting Blake, uh, I've I do have put our playbill on top. Same sort of reservations. Uh, Damien Lane's pretty good from gate one though, so we'll see how we go with that. Uh, if you're back him, you've got to back Sosi Bond. I thought he was a pretty good run in the same lead up. So they're sort of the two for me. Dukon will go in the quaddy and uh, for all the reasons you've mentioned as well. The rest of these are all sort of yeah, not doing much, are they? So uh, happy to leave it at that for this race. The Kevin Heffernan wraps us up, race nine. How are you wrapping us up here? Yeah, look, I've, I've landed on streets of Avalon. Um, I know it's it's forms 287548, but against much better company than this, and they haven't been far off the mark. Um, it's It's got some quality uh, form around it, this horse. It's won nearly $2 million in prize money. Um, if you go back, if you forget it's... Last start was two lengths behind Jonka, Bella Nipatina at the, at the Valley. Uh, prior to that, over 1,600 was only a length behind Superstorm and Elephant. Uh, then even prior to that was only less than three lengths behind Bohemoth. Mm. Um, that's all pretty good quality form for a race like this. I think it's it likes this track um, and it likes this distance. Uh, back onto the good going. It's not great on the soft. Uh, 
yeah, one gate should be up on the pace, hard to beat. Uh, I understand all that, and um, I understand coming through the best races. It's just starting to... It's been around for a while now, and so I was looking elsewhere, but I didn't quite know where. I can probably have something on Camborne, finally off the nice wind last time, but it is going wet back to dry. Um, but he's an up-and-comer here. And what are you doing with your, your old mate, Surprise Baby? It's changed stables. It has too. Where's he off to, the jumps? I don't know. That's what it looks like, like, given the trainer. Wow. It looks like he's going over the sticks because that's the that's the trainer, uh, yes. Gavin. Yeah, he's a good. Yeah. He does, he's a jump Yeah, jockey, so he does say. the sticks. Yeah, so I, I saw that. It jumped out at me here, and I'm like, surprise, baby. What? Like the cup was a month ago. It's, isn't it the, I know it hasn't run for two years and it's been a year off, but isn't it, it is the best horse. I think it goes in the quaddy yeah, and um, first up. Yeah, 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 100%. But remember, they had all those weird preparations where, like, he they resumed it over two thousand, and he was always a run behind, and well, like maybe yeah. they're now just going to go, okay, let's go fourteen, sixteen, and he might do something over summer. But we'll see. Maybe most interesting runner in the back half of the card, yeah. anyway. So tricky race. Just, um, just a weird race to start back. Yeah, to well, that's presume. either they've just started from scratch or whether it's just. Do I, am I going to outright back it? No, but I'll probably throw it in my quaddie just in case. Uh, speaking of that, do you want the Caulfield quaddie or the Sydney one? I'll do Caulfield, mate, because Sydney's a nightmare. Oh, I know. Yes, it is. We'll get to that in a sec. All right. You ready? Go for it. With names. First leg. First leg. Three, Blushing Tycoon. Four, Chartres. Six, Cardinal Gem. Twelve, Festival Dancer and Seven Blaze Zero. Yep. It's cool with me. So I've gone wide there. Um, in race seven, number one, Spanish Mission. Mm-hmm. Going one out. Uh, in the next leg, I am going to go number four, Regalo de Gatino. Mm-hmm. Number six, our Playboy. Number eight, Dejukon. Number 10, Royal Mile. And number 11, Exelmare. Good, good. And to finish off, we're going to go number one, Streets of Avalon. Number two, Surprise Baby. Number three, Rainy Air. And number four, Age of Chivalry. All righty. Looks good to me for progretracing.com.au, your best and value. On Zipping Classic Day. Do you want to, um, yes, let me just uh, roll up my best and my value. So my best bet comes up in race three, number one, Desert Rain. And my value bet comes up in race nine, number one, Streets of Avalon. Ooh, I'm with you with the... Uh... Decent rain, desert rain, decent rain. You've thrown me now. Whatever it is, I've, I agree. And in the, I'll go against in the last. I'll make Camborne. I'll make Camborne my value bet on the card. And a, a tricky day for value. What is not a tricky day for value though is Rose Hill, where it is wet. <laughs> it has been raining. It's just still, a tricky day. And then it's one of those days. I'm a little bit excited because you might get three winners at double figures, and that'll do you for the day. But. Uh, we're starting off with a highway, a two-year-old race and a highway. Do you have any interest in the first couple here? Or? 
No, I don't. Um, I think one of the important things is um, on days like uh, tomorrow at Rose Hill uh, and the heavy tracks, you've got to follow a bit of the money, um, mm. depending on how the track's playing and how heavy it is. Um, the horses that can handle the wet uh, generally get backed in, and therefore it's always a good guy. But, yeah, nothing nothing in the first. Only that old boy Vinny Spirit, our mate Vinny, um, nice. it's not his horse, but it's named after him. So, um, he's still punching on, so yeah, but nothing, nothing there for me, mate. Yeah, no, not a lot to add. Um, I'll move on from there. Good luck to a few of the, you know, good luck to all connections, I should say. Don't single any out. But uh, race two is a highway. I have not looked at this. Uh, race three is the midway, two thousand meters. Uh, benchmark seventy-two. Are you um, going to get stuck into this wet track here? Uh, probably not. Um, again, I wasn't overly keen here. Uh, Jazzland's going good, but 61 and a half, I kind of turned away from it. I, mm. I've kind of just stuck with um, Jesse James. Uh, yeah, purely okay. because I was on him last start, and I thought he'd go okay. It wasn't the worst run. Form's been pretty consistent. I don't think um, it's a disadvantage necessarily. No, he's had five starts on the soft and placed in all of them. And... Uh, yes, so one fairly comfortable last on the soft at Newcastle. So hmm. Jesse James for me. Um, I was looking at actually, and I never do this, but I went looking f- a little bit for unwavering faith, just because he has the decent wet track record, um, and thought it might just be average races. But the way he sort of gets through the the wet, I think he'll run well here tomorrow. Uh, might be the right race to sort of steal on a wet track. Um, but other than that, I, I sort of agree with you about Jesse James and, and the other two are obvious against Jaslyn a bit under the weight on the track and uh, Rebel Rama obviously coming through better races. But, yeah, I was looking towards um, maybe a bit of bush form there. Uh, race four is a 2,000-metre ATC Cup where I'm going to take on the favourite here. I'm going to I'm going to stick with Polly Beal. Uh, wet track suits, absolutely suits. Uh, J-Mac goes on. Probably the best wet, well, he's the best jockey in Australia. He might be the best wet track jockey as well. And um, I know didn't do a great deal first up, but went around trial since, gets to wet, and I think there might be a little bit of, well, lack of opposition for one. And I'm also not quite sure how the wet does suit Mighty Bill. So just happy to, at the price, which has been taken, I can see, um, to have something on Polly Gray. What are you thinking here? Yeah, I thought the same around the favourite. I was just willing to take it on a little bit at the price, and you're right, I'm not quite sure how it's going to handle the going. Uh, for that reason, I've gone with Grove Ferry. Okay. Uh, third up, uh, the imports. Uh, so it's now uh, looked like last start that it wanted a bit further. Gets out to the 2,000 metres now. I don't think the track will be a problem. Uh, Polly Gray's got to give it six kilos. For me, that's a fairly big weight pull in the heavy going, and... Uh, just got it on top. Race five, the eleven hundred meters, another seventy-eight here. Um, I've don't like necessarily doing it in the in the bog heavy, but I like the last trial of Cloudy in the heavy track on the heavy track, uh, and it has some okay form around decent enough horses in Adelaide last prep. Comes here first up, think might be uh, at the value a decent play here. Uh, from Irish Angel, who again has some decent wet stuff, and uh, Jay Collett's no no trouble on the wet either. So I was looking uh, away. Well, I suppose Irish Angel's a favourite actually, isn't it? So no surprise there. But no. uh, I thought Cloudy on top. Bacchanalia. 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 Coming off the profiteer race. Mm. Um, so nine from eight for me. What are you thinking? 
Yeah, I've gone for Irish Angel, uh, resuming. Uh, not bad little horse, this horse. Uh, the money's sort of cut a little bit of money for it already, so I think that's a that's a good pointer. Um, shouldn't mind this thing out of the ground and always goes quite well fresh. So I think it'll certainly be hard to beat. Yeah. Cool. That's it. The eighteen hundred meter seventy eight is next on the mm-hmm. card. Uh, where I'm against the favourite here, even though it was a nice enough win, the Frankles don't go in the wet, uh, in my humble. So, sort of against it. Uh, where I went next, I was sort of looking towards one Cisco Bay, who's a swimmer, gets through it quite well, and uh, Nine Media Starguest, now third up, gets back to a wet track, and um, drawn in a little bit closer, might be able to run a race here. Just looking uh, yeah, for value again in on a tricky card, Beaver, you? Oh, mate, this is hard as. I, I couldn't really find anything I liked. I probably just landed on so united that it might get out in front and prove hard to run down. Mm. Um, truck looks, uh, the truck condition looks okay. Uh, if it can run the strong 1,800 metres, might just give some of these not-so-good chases too much to catch. Yeah, yeah, and that's um, that can happen on these tracks at Rose Hill too. They can get a break on the bend there, and that's the end of it. So. Uh, Race 7, the 1100 metre Starlight Stakes are listed, one of the listed features on the program. Uh, we're always happy to stick with Southern Lad. I think the stable's flying. I like the win first up. It was pretty comfortable. Uh, Nash goes on and loves the wet. So around a $7 mark, I was happy to be with it. Uh, from yeah, the couple at odds here, Petronius can run well at, outside the market. And I thought... Uh, Edison, as I say, Edison goes in a quaddie as well for me, so they're the two away from the favourite. Um, you've got a better handle on Queensland than I do. Tambo's mate's flying. Does it stack up here? I think it does. I think the, I think the uh, soft going, softer heavy going is right up its alley. This, mm. is, this horse is a swimmer. Uh, it's had four starts on the wet and one or four. Last start was great on the soft. Uh, just got the dream run, dream ride, finished off very nicely. Uh, it's going to get another really good sit here. It's got McDonald on board. Uh, gate three, uh, he'll be able to posse this up. Uh, Sp- uh, Space Boy is going to go quick. Uh, and then uh, Tembo's mate will just get the card into the race here and uh, get him on. Get him in the last 100. Cool. Uh, um, yeah, definitely goes into quaddy. so I will take that under advisement there. The Festival Stakes is next over the 1,500 metre, the Group 3 feature. Uh, what are you doing in this crazy-looking race? Yeah, it's a trick. Another tricky little race here. Um, bit, I think I'm going to go with Bandersnatch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just the just the wet form suits again, drawn well. Uh, thought its first up form was pretty good. Uh, was in a pretty good race. Finished off quite nicely behind uh, Lost and Running. Uh, that was a nice hit out for something like this. Again, got good form in the in the soft and heavy going. Uh, goes right at this distance. This track should be suited. I think it'll be really hard to beat. Obviously, Ellsberg will, will control the tempo up front. 1,500, maybe maybe a stretch in the, the heavy going. Uh, so I had Bandersnatch on the top and the main danger order again. Yeah, I keep... Uh... Keep thinking back to that win order again had first up. I think it was two preps back on the wet where it just brained them. Um, so uh, I ha- I think it'll run well here. From uh, Arcado, I know it uh, comes through a lot of the 
um, provincial stuff. But Honest and gets a wet track which shoots as well as double figures. They were sort of the two I was looking at. I was against Ellsberg who goes from Nash to Par to now Rachel King on pace in a, in a big field, not on a wet track, not for me. Uh, but happy to... And then um, next you mentioned Bandersnatch and even Jem, Jem Song can uh, run okay here. So playing a bit wider, but uh, predominantly three from eight in at the feature. Race nine is 1,300 metre benchmark 78. Sorry, any questions? No? Cool. Nope. <laughs> All right. Uh, expat on top for me here. Uh, trialled okay. Loves the wet. Uh, I think now it's had the full prep in Australia. We're better for that. And a little bit of a claim to help out getting through the wet stuff here. From obviously Booksbrier, who is a decent horse. Uh, I think they're the two I'm going to play in this race. And um, fairly confident, I think. What are you thinking? Yeah, it's the same, same here. I think Expat's a really nice bet. I think it's going to be drawn. It's, I don't think the wide draw hurts. It's going to burn, burn across. Yeah. Um, and and take it up. Uh, I think it's got some some talent. It loves the wet, and as you said, it gets a little bit of claim here. Um, yeah, I thought Expat was a, a really good opportunity, good good chance in in the second and last here. Maybe the main danger jumped the broom, uh, and he had two starts, two wins, and uh, both on soft guy. Definitely, yeah, untapped there. Um, Fifteen hundred meters race ten to take us home, and I can safely say I have no idea. Do you? <laughs> it's, a, it's a little. It's a little bit like that, isn't it? Um, fairly open market here. Um, the favourite, Francesco Gardi. Uh, I thought it had its chance last start um, against Borna King, and mm. just didn't quite finish it off when it was in the market. I think it'll be certainly hard to beat. Um, I just landed on um, Blesk. Okay. I think Blesk might be hard to beat again. Goes good on the soft. Uh, probably sit, I think, hopefully by this time of the day they're coming down the middle of the track and that's where Blesk will be coming. Uh, so it could be the hardest to beat. Yeah, I've somehow put in my head that um, I'm a little bit against Savabils in the wet. I don't know why that even came from. I think I just made it up, but um, that's fine. Uh, let's do the Sydney Quaddy. Uh, we kick off race seven. Number one, Southern Lad. Two, Tambo's Mate. Three, Edison Nine Snap Dancer. Twelve Petronius. Two Bandersnatch in this next leg. Three Order again. Eight Art Cadeau. Six Prime Candidate. Two Expat. Four Brookspire. We'll skinny the end. Twelve Jump the Broom. And we'll come home with f- five Blesk. Seven Grand Remore, eight Formentera, nine Francesco Guardi, and fourteen Magella, just because it's seventies there. So that will do uh, me for my quaddy at Rose Hill for ProGroupRacing.com.au. Your best and value at Rose Hill. Yeah, my best is race seven, number two, Tambo's mate. And my value bet comes up in race eight, number two, Bandersnatch. Uh, I'll make my best. I'll go against your th- Southern Lad in the uh, in the festival in the festival stakes. Was it? Yep. So take it on there. And Polly Gray, my value for the afternoon at Rose Hill. Uh, what have you got for us up north? Are you racing? Do we know? Uh, they race. They're racing up at Gold Coast, mate. But I've done nothing on in no, on the heavy track at Gold Coast. That's fair um, enough. 
save your money. Yeah. My um, my tip. Good luck tomorrow, punters. Good luck tomorrow, Beaver, on the wet. Um, stay safe, everyone. Who's um, yeah, we've had some rough. We've had some rough weather in the couple of years we've been doing the show. So stay safe. Those uh, copping the rain at the moment. Good luck tomorrow, and uh, Beaver. I will see you next week for a couple more shows where we'll talk more racing. Look forward to it. Cool. Take it easy, guys.